Hey guys, welcome to my podcast, Bella Hitana Tarot. This is Bella, your host. So I wanted to say happy St. Patty's Day. Um, I really wanted to come on here and talk about a couple of things. So I wrote them down too so that I stay on topic. <laughs> but something interesting happened this morning. I had an interaction with this girl and I decided to talk about it because I feel like it's necessary and people need to just kind of hear a different perspective um, and hopefully that will kind of help you guys see a different side of the coin here, right? Um, but it actually started all with a dream that I had last night, actually. I'm going to start off with that. I literally had a dream that I was in the air and we were about to land and it was me and an angel. <laughs> I think it was Archangel Michael that was with me um, because he's like, you know, the protector. He's the angel that protects you. And um, he was with me and he was telling me right before we were about to land, he was like, hold on to your chest, like, you know, like my breast basically. And like, I took that as uh, hold on to your heart, you know, like protect your heart, your, your breast, like your femininity. Um, because we were about to run into some serious stuff. Right. So right when we landed, we started running side by side and there was like dark, like black bulls coming towards us, or maybe they were just dark forces. I just really couldn't figure it out in the dream, but they were coming really fast and I was running and going a certain direction with him and these dark forces were coming to the left of me like they were coming from the left going to the right and I was headed north I guess um and it was funny because Archangel Michael was like my guide because he was able to see when they were coming and he would tell me to slow down or he would tell me to speed up you know that way we don't crash with the negative forces or whatever and I listened to him and I listened to him and I did everything he told me to do right in the nick of time. And like, I, it was scary, but I felt safe. I felt like I was not alone. Um, and he was guiding me, you know, and it was so weird. Um, it was so weird too, because I think the last one that I ran into, I slowed down and they were in front of me and it was almost like they stopped and they were like in front of me kind of. But I don't remember what else happened after that. But anyway, I just kind of kept that dream in my head. And then when this conversation happened with this girl who I who I've, I've actually have known her for a couple of years. Like I met her online. We used to talk on the phone like maybe three years ago, you know, about dating or whatever. Cause we were both kind of going through the same thing. And um, and then she started getting into tarot too, which is pretty funny because that's when I started getting into it. And, um, so anyways, we were just talking after I posted on my story that, you know, yesterday I posted a picture of me, you know, showing my behind, whatever, like, it's not a big deal, <laughs> but I just feel like it's so interesting how society tries to criticize you as a normal person for showing a sexy picture, even if you're just in a bathing suit or just showing your butt or whatever. They shun you, they judge you, they make negative comments, they try to like shut you down. But yet when a celebrity does it, nobody complains, nobody 
criticizes a celebrity for doing it. They think that that's normal. So my post was just basically saying we should celebrate our bodies regardless if we're famous or not. And if we feel good in our skin, then who cares? You know, that was my whole point of my post, you know, to inspire people to also feel that you don't have to be skinny, you don't have to be perfect, you know, you can just embrace who you are. And that was really the underlying message behind my post. And as soon as I posted it, I noticed that some people started unfollowing me, I started, you know, I noticed my numbers started to go down. And I was like, well, that's weird. Um, I mean, I'm not surprised. But it was just kind of like validation confirming that when you are trying to show up authentically as yourself, people don't like it. And I mean, everybody has an option to unfollow, you know, it, that's not what I'm upset about. Um, what, what upsets me is that they totally missed the point, you know, they didn't get the meaning behind why I was doing what I was doing. And they were just focused on what they were physically seeing with their eyes. You know what I mean? Like they're not looking beyond what the intention was. And I don't expect them to, you know, they don't know me for who I am, you know, they don't know my heart. But it was just one of those things that it was just disappointing that you're trying to have good intentions and show body positivity and people are so dense in a way. I mean, I hate to say it, but it's like they only see with their eyes and they're just like, "Oh, no, I don't like it. That makes me uncomfortable." I don't want to see that. I'm going to unfollow. Okay, that's fine. That's your prerogative. So this girl was telling me when I posted on my story, I said, okay, I guess some people started unfollowing me by haters. And then I posted another picture of a girl in her bathing suit showing her, but also who was a influencer celebrity, Daphne Joy, in case you guys are wondering, um, Daphne Joy posted, posted a picture of herself showing her butt, right? And I showed it on my stories and I was like, this is what I'm talking about. Like everybody is okay with her posting stuff like this. But if I do it, um, me, a regular person who's not a celebrity or influencer per se, it's like, it's wrong. It's a double standard, you know, it's like, it's stupid. So this girl, not going to say her name, but (laughs) she basically explained, I mean, when I asked the question, like, why is it, you know, this is my exact point. Why is it okay for celebrities to do this? And it's not okay for us. I was talking like rhetorical question. I didn't need an answer, (laughs) but she decided to take time out of her day and respond and answer my question. She basically said, well, I think what could be happening is, is that your audience may follow you for certain things. And when they saw your picture, they probably weren't expecting it. And they were probably like turned off by it or uncomfortable. She goes, I know it made me uncomfortable, but I've known you for a long time. So I'm not going to unfollow you because that's petty. And so she was saying like, maybe those people don't know you that well, and they just don't want to see that. So they unfollow or whatever. And after she said that, I told her, you know, I understand that people may be shocked because that's not the usual content that they see on my page. But at the same time, it's like, so what? You know, if somebody wants to step outside of, bo- outside of the box and do something that they haven't done before on their page, then that's what they want to do. That's the direction that they want to go on. You know, it, it means that that person is growing and they don't want to stay the same. So it's fine if people are putting you in a box and if they see that you're doing something out of the box that they don't want to follow, then that's fine. That's their prerogative. But that's exactly pointing out what I've been saying 
is that people try to make it out to be a negative thing when it should be a positive thing because they're totally missing the point, right? And so I told her, okay, I understand what you're saying. This is what I told her. I understand what you're saying, why they would, wouldn't expect that from my page. But at the same time, um, my whole point was this was body positivity. This was me embracing who I am no matter what size I'm in. And I told her, and I also, I, I, I told her, this, this is probably where I went wrong. <laughs> I told her that I think she should try to be more open-minded because the fact that she said it made her uncomfortable, I told her, I think you should be a little bit more open-minded when it comes to seeing that other people may not be doing what you do because you're not that type of person that, you know, it's a little risque and like comfortable with your sexuality or whatever, um, not saying that people that are covered up are not comfortable with their sexuality, but if it makes them uncomfortable, there's a part of them that's not comfortable with their own sexuality. You know what I mean? So I just told her, be a little bit more open-minded. And I guess she took that as a, a direct uh, hit towards her. And she just kept harping on it, like asking me, what do you mean being open-minded? I'm being open-minded by still following you, even though I don't she goes, even though I didn't feel inspired by your picture, because I told her I just wanted to inspire people. And I felt like she was being rude when she said that, because it's like, wow, not only are you supposedly trying to enlighten me about why people unfollow me, which is really not even the question that needed to be answered. It was rhetorical. Um, but now you're going out of your way to tell me you're not inspired by what I shared. I'm just kind of like, wow, that's kind of hurtful. But I didn't react to it because I was just like, you know what? She doesn't get it and I'm not going to try to force it down her throat or try to like go back and forth. You know what I mean? I was just like, she doesn't get it. There's nothing I could say that she would get it because she's at a different level of understanding than where I'm at. So whenever she kept harping on it and asking me, well, what do you mean by me being close minded? I mean, I'm trying to be as open minded as I can because I'm following you even though I don't, I'm not inspired by your picture. And even though I don't believe in twin flames. And when she said that, I was just like, Oh, here we go. And I told her, okay, so you just because you follow somebody or don't follow them doesn't mean that you're somewhat being open-minded, right? That's what I told her. Like, it doesn't matter if you follow somebody or not, that doesn't make you open-minded. What makes you open-minded is when even if you don't agree with that person, you respect their experience, you respect their journey, right? It doesn't have to be your journey or the way that you do things exactly like that person. It's accepting that person for where they're at in their life, how they express themselves. And everybody does it differently. You know what I mean? So I was just in shock that she <laughs> said those two things. And I told her, this is exactly why I said you're not being open minded, because you're saying you don't believe in twin flames, but you still follow me. And I'm just thinking, well, why even bring that up, right? Like, I'd never even talked about twin flames in this conversation with her. And then for her to bring up the twin flames in this conversation, I was just like, obviously, this is something that she wanted to bring up. And I just basically told her, like, you don't understand twin flames unless you actually experienced it. And this is a thing for everybody to know who's listening right now. It's like, you guys, if you don't experience the twin flame journey, you're not going to get it. <laughs> 
it's just not something that I can explain to you pretty much till I'm blue in the face for you to actually understand that you have to go through it. You have to live it. It's one of those things you have to go through it. I mean, there's no explaining it. Uh, it's just going to get lost in translation because it go right over your head, you know. And she tried to bring up the whole thing with her ex. And she was like, I thought he was my twin flame. I was stuck on him for two years. And then I finally gave up on the twin flame thing or whatever. Um, so I totally d- dismissed that whole topic because I was like, I'm not going to go into it with her. I already felt like she wasn't getting the beginning of our conversation. And I was like, no, I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole. I got way too much to do anyway. So after she said that, um, I just told her, you know what? I think we're just not. So we're just going to agree to disagree. And, you know, I told her, just have a nice day, you know. And when I said what I said, like, you know, we're not on the same page. You're still not understanding. She put that she laughed at my comment. And I said, have a nice day. And then she put that she loved my comment. Have a nice day. And I just I just decided, you know, what? I'm just going to block her because she's so immature to be laughing at what I said. And she will never understand it unless she was at a higher level of understanding, which she's not. Not that I'm better, but I just felt like there's a disconnect. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I was just like, let me just cut my losses and let it go because I honestly felt like this came out of left field. She even tried to say that our conversation turned hostile. And I was thinking, it's not hostile. I'm honestly being direct with you and letting you know you're not being open-minded because she kept asking me, how am I not being open-minded? And I answered her question. I told her, I just simply answered your question and you didn't like what I said. So now you're thinking I'm attacking you when honestly, I was just giving you my insight of the ways that you're not being open-minded, right? And I was telling her the whole overall picture for her to see is that people need to stop looking with their eyes and see beyond the physical and understand where somebody's coming from with their intention, especially when I explained it to her, like my intention was to inspire you so that you can be comfortable in your skin. And I'm not saying for you to do the same thing and post, you know, yourself showing your ass or whatever. I was just saying, you know, I'm just saying like inspiring you to want to be a better person, to love yourself and feel good in your own skin so that when you look in the mirror, you feel good about who you are and you're not comparing yourself to other people or not feeling like you're beautiful when we all are beautiful especially in God's eyes like we are all beautiful and we are made in his likeness you know so I decided to block her and when I remembered my dream I was just like oh my god this was exactly what my dream was about because my angel was with me and he was guiding me and telling me hold on to your breath (laughs) Hold on to your heart, you know, like guard your heart, protect your heart, because we're about to go into battle um, with these negative forces that are coming at light speed, trying to cross you, trying to cross your path, trying to make you stumble. And he was with me the whole time. And it was scary, too, when I was going through that dream. because I, I mean, everything happened so fast. But I felt calm because I knew that he was with me. And I was just like, OK, I'm just going to listen to what he tells me. And I'm good. Right. So I felt like this dream was one of my gifts. Like I usually, anytime I have a dream, 
either whatever happens in that dream happens in real life, sometimes the next day, like in this instance, or it will happen a couple of days later. So I felt like that was an omen. I felt like that was a sign from my spirit guides, from, you know, my Archangel Michael <laughs> letting me know that he is going to be here to protect me when people like this girl are coming at me with their ego and not understanding where I'm coming from and try to laugh and, you know, make me feel, you know, like not good about myself or not good about the decision I made to express myself. And, you know, it took a lot of guts and bravery on my part to put myself out there, you know, and I'm not expecting people to understand it. I'm not expecting validation. Um, but at the same time, it's like, it just goes to show you that this is why you have to strongly believe in who you are and not care about other people, not care about their opinions, um, not care about if they don't follow you. You know what I mean? Like, it's just nothing should face you and you should be detached, right? And I wanted to talk about detachment as well, because that is something that I recently learned <laughs> and it has been very empowering and very life affirming and very liberating. Okay. Um, so I wanted to first, before I go into detachment, share one of my things that I read in my book. I have a little book called Jesus Calling and it puts, you know, scriptures and stuff like that. And it's almost like God is talking to you in these little notes and they're dated by the day January 1st to like December 31st. So today's message is very fitting because for March 17th, it says here, come to me for understanding since I know you far better than you know yourself. I comprehend you in all your complexity. No detail of your life is hidden from me. I view you through eyes of grace. So don't be afraid of my intimate awareness. Allow the light of my healing presence to shine into the deepest recesses of your being, cleansing, healing, refreshing, and renewing you. Trust me enough to accept the full forgiveness that I offer you continually. This great gift, which cost me my life, is yours for all eternity. Forgiveness is at the very core of my abiding presence. I will never leave you or forsake you. When no one else seems to understand you, simply draw closer to me. Rejoice in the one who understands you completely and loves you perfectly. As I fill you with my love, you become a reservoir of love overflowing into the lives of other people. Oh my gosh, isn't that beautiful? When I read this, I was like, amen. This is exactly what I needed to hear today because... He basically said what happened today. He knows that people don't understand me, right? And he's basically, his first words are saying, come to me for understanding because I know you far better than you know yourself, you know? And I love it because I'm just like, yes, that's exactly right. You know, it's like God knows us intimately. He knows our heart. He knows what we're thinking before we even say it. Um, and so... Whenever we are feeling down or like misunderstood, um, 
you know, or just feeling rejected or, you know, those negative feelings or whatever, he, he's basically saying like, keep your eyes on me because I'm the one who's going to fill you up, right? He's going to fill you with his love so that you can feel complete and not feel like you need to look for that love somewhere else, you know, because it's not going to work, right? Um, especially when he says, you know, as I fill you with my love, you become a reservoir of love overflowing to the lives of other people because you're going to be so full of God's love that you're going to be able to in turn give that same love to other people, right? So when this girl was not understanding me, I could have very well have been in my ego and have, you know, cussed her out. I could have just been like so rude. I could have even told her, you know what? Um you don't get it. You know, it could have gone south, right? But I just I just took myself out of the equation because I was like, no, it's just that it's just that she's not at my same level of understanding. So therefore, I'm going to have grace just like Jesus, you know, just like God has grace for us when we're not understanding things. Um and give that person room to learn their own lessons on their own, right? But I'm not the one who's supposed to help her come to that conclusion or do the work for her so that she can understand what I know, you know? So that's when I just decided, okay, well, I'm just going to let this go because it's accepting, you know, it's, it's basically accepting that sometimes people are not at that level of understanding and that's okay. That doesn't make them a bad person. That doesn't make them not worthy. Um, it's just what it is, you know, and, and that's liberating to really detach from wanting to be understood. You know what I mean? Like a lot of times I know I would go back and forth with people and I would want them to understand me and we would talk till we were blue in the face because I wanted them to finally understand what I know. And then we could keep going on and on back and forth and nothing will be accomplished because it was just ego against ego, you know, and it doesn't work like that. So that's when you have to just, you know, let it go and just be like, you know what, I accept that this person has not evolved, you know, in a level where she can really understand how to be open minded. It's like talking to a drunk person, you know, how can I tell a drunk person anything without them really understanding when they're obviously inebriated they're not going to comprehend anything you're saying because they're not there right so how can I expect her to be open-minded when she's not (laughs) and the fact that she kept harping on that I was just like you're totally missing the whole point and and it's like she was the one that wanted the confrontation because she kept asking about it and then all of a sudden turn it around on me and saying that I'm being hostile. It's like, no, you're the one that kept asking the same question and I answered you. But anywho, I wanted to read the detachment quote that I found for you guys and then we'll wrap this up. But it was very key because it just really confirmed everything that I've been talking about. So, so detachment, right? So when people say I want to detach and not be connected to you know, outcomes or people. Detachment is liberating because you're more in a surrendering state of mind. 
and you're allowing God to take the wheel, basically, like you're just, you know, hands off, right? So I really like this quote um, that I found online, and I took a screenshot of it, but basically it says, detachment is experiencing our feelings without allowing them to control us. We step back and look at things objectively. We let go and accept that, that we let go and accept what we cannot change. <laughs> we detach from others' choices, knowing that their spiritual work is not ours to do. We choose how we will act rather than reacting. We step away from harmful, from harmful cravings. Detachment is a deep breath of peace and patience in response to unexpected anger. We can listen without losing ourselves. With detachment, we see our mistakes honestly, make amends, and start fresh. Detachment allows us to be in the world, but not of it. It frees us to lead our lives with grace. I love it, right? That's basically what it says. Um, And it's true because when you're detached, you're no longer going to take things personal. You're not going to react to people when they say something or what they think or their opinion. You know, you're just acknowledging that you both are at different levels and you're not going to be able to communicate, right? You're not going to be able to speak the same language if that person is not vibrating higher. And, you know, like I'm vibrating higher because I decided to implement healing in my life and, you know, be more spiritually aware and self-aware of, you know, my habits and what I do. It doesn't mean that I'm perfect and I'm all of a sudden an angel, (laughs) but it's basically part of the walk you know, that you go through when you go, when you finally go from asleep to awake, you know, and, and this is basically what detachment is when you're no longer responding to people and reacting to what they're saying, because now your anger's in play. It's, it's basically where you're detaching from your emotions. And like I said, you're not letting your feelings control you, right? So I could have easily let this girl get under my skin and made me angry and I could have lashed out, but I didn't. I just basically bowed out and I told her, you know what? I think we're just not, you know, connecting, you know, we're not, there's a disconnect here and we're just going to have to just let it be. (laughs) Um, But what I have a problem with is when people try to laugh like she did, you know, because she's not taking it seriously. It's almost like she was acting like, haha, like, you're walking away because you know I won you know like it's a very immature energy and it's unnecessary and I was just like no you know what I don't need this in my life obviously you felt some type of way about twin flames and you brought it up out of nowhere um and the old me would have definitely have told her to be you know to kind of get back at her I would have been like you know what I think he actually is your twin flame (laughs) you know the guy that she was hung up on Um, but then that would have gotten a whole, open a whole can of worms and I'm not about that life anymore. I'm not going to be the old me. You know, once you awaken, you realize you can do better and you will do better and you're not going to go back to the old ways of living. Like that's not who I am anymore. I'm a different person now. And 
I just gave her grace and you know it's best if I just detached my energy from her and blocked her because anything that she was going to say next was just going to get me in that low vibration where I was going to start getting angry and you know I don't want to allow myself to entertain that you know what I mean because like I said in my dream I'm going to stick to my wingman my angel right Archangel Michael was like running with me in this battlefield and that would have been like if I wouldn't have listened to him and I would have let that negative bull or that dark force that came crash right into me and I would have been like not protecting myself right and so I also thought it was interesting that he told me to hold on to my chest because I kind of took that as hold on to your femininity you know like hold on to your heart like protect yourself like protect your soul which is your heart from these negative forces right because they're going to try to come at you because you finally love yourself you finally love your body right like you're embracing your earth suit (laughs) you know and these people are not happy with who they are so they want to project that onto you you know what I mean so I'm thankful for that dream because it's so crazy how these dreams do come to me and they come, they come true, you know, or it's something that I can take from, you know, like learn as, as a spiritual message and I can apply it in my life, you know, and it's also interesting that the bulls came to mind in that dream because, you know, we are coming up on Aries and Taurus season. So I just thought that was interesting. But anyways, um, I hope that that kind of gave you guys some insight that you learned something new, especially about detachment. I feel like, you know how people say I'm so unbothered, you know, I feel like my new saying now is going to be I'm so detached, you know, like I just, if it's not to do God's will and be high vibe, I'm not interested, you know, and so I just love this new beginning that I'm on and this new person that I am, I feel like, you know, for a long time, I was hiding my body. I used to post sexy pictures all the time back in 2012. And as soon as people like women would come at me and be mean and, you know, body shame me, I stopped, you know, showing my body, I just felt ashamed. And they won, you know, they won back then. But now that I'm coming out and feeling good in my skin, I'm like, you know what, I'm not here to make you happy. I'm here to make myself happy. And if it's stepping into this new energy and I feel good in my skin and I want to embody my, my sexuality and, and inspire other people to be authentic to who they are and not give a fuck, then that's what I'm going to do. You know what I mean? Like that's what I feel in my heart that I want to do to empower other women. And if people like that girl can't handle it, then you don't have to follow me bye. (laughs) You know, it's like, it's so easy for people to just see with their eyes and assume that you're just trying to get attention or you're just doing it for the wrong reason. It's like, but you don't even know me. You don't know my walk. You don't know what I'm going through on a daily basis. You don't know my intentions. Only God knows. And that's the only person, the only being, my creator that I care about. I don't care about muggles opinions because that's what they are. They're muggles. There are people that are still living low vibe, 
you know, and it's no fault of their own. You know, sometimes it takes people crucial situations to finally awaken. For some people, it's a near-death experience, you know, or for some people, it might be meeting their twin flame that finally wakes them up. Or for some people, it might be an actual illness like cancer or something that they go through that wakes them up. And so also one thing I wanted to lastly say about that dream is interesting because I was headed north in this dream. And these dark forces were headed west. They were coming from the east to the west. So it was almost like we were making a cross. And I was thinking about Jesus like on the cross. And it's so key when I think back on when Jesus was crucified, he literally said to God, God, please forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. You know what I mean? These people are crucifying me and killing me, but they don't know what I know. They don't know that I'm your son. They don't know that I'm here to die for their sins. They don't know the plan, right? Because those people were asleep. Those people were living in their ego. And and it's so crazy when you finally awaken because now you're like, that's what Jesus was talking about when he was saying, please forgive them because they don't know better. Because they're still asleep in the fucking matrix. You know what I'm saying? So whew, um, that stuff is just really, really deep and... Even thinking about that cross in the direction that me and the angel were headed, we were headed north. We were headed for big things. We were headed towards our true north, towards God, towards our purpose. And these these dark forces were just headed horizontally. They were horizontally jogging. Like they're not trying to go north or south, you know, because a lot of times in order to awaken, you have to go south, right? You have to go through the bottom. It's, it's what we call the dark night of the soul. When you finally awaken, it, people think that, People think that when you awaken, when you go through a spiritual awakening, that it's rainbows and, and roses, and it's not. It's, <laughs> it's very, very, very painful, you know. But the good thing after you come out of that stage is that you are in the south, you know, of the energy going through it. And when you finally awaken, there's nowhere else to go but up, right? So you go from south to north to where you finally ascend, right? where you finally connect to spirit to source to your purpose to your to your actual uh divine path of what you are meant to do on this earth and so I know I'm talking like a lot of stuff right now but I just thought of that at the end like of that dream that people that were trying to come at me are, are they're going a different direction you know like I'm going north I'm trying to do my purpose and they're going west they're just still doing the same thing. They're not trying to go north or south. Um, so when people are not heading in the same direction as you, that's where the disconnect is, right? That's when you cannot be a meeting of the minds or a meeting of hearts and souls because they're not in the same direction. They're not headed towards the same direction as you are, right? So how can you make them understand when you're both your focus is on a different direction. They're focused on the east or west. I'm focused on the north, right? That's what I'm focused on. My true north, the the northern star, right? The star of healing, of unity, enlightenment. <laughs> um, but yeah, guys, that's all I wanted to talk about today. Um, really hope that helps you. Feel free to call in if you'd like. Chime in. Love to hear from you guys. 
But yeah, um, until the next episode, I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.